for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think. Jamil Zainashev and John Palmer. This is Brew Strong. Hey, howdy. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Cheerio, Cretans. Man, you're so rangy as a host, Palmer. Just you know, such a such a man of the world. Yeah, so yeah. worldly, and and such a a master of accents. Yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. It's like Mel Blank is reincarnated. Just you know, channeling. You know, it's what I do. Channeling is that what you call him? Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll tell you, Scott, my uh, dear Scott, has just gifted me a uh, a uh, what, what did you call the print? This one is called Wet Hops. Wet Hops. Mm-hmm. It is a a hop in a bathtub with the the, the the water going in. It's coming from a beer bottle, so it's more like you know beer going in, it's scrubbing his back. I I saw this as as a. Uh, as a uh, what was it oil or what yeah, you know it's a 40 oil. by 40 oil painting it's hanging above oil the painting. women's restroom here at the hopper name oh see i don't look around no one no one looks up right no one looks up and i always love that and i told them i said man you should get some like some prints made and sell those things because it's fantastic he is gifting me one here and uh, i'm going to put it up in my office at the brewery uh, i was going to say whose was it before yeah. Well, I well he, actually, he is quite the artist. I don't think you you know unless you've seen this. Oh, I do. I mean, the I the do. detail of things, just amazing. Thanks. You Thank know you. what you could do? Hmm. You could be the one to make my hop tattoo. I, I was going that. to sleeve my entire arm yeah. in hops. The problem is, um, I want it more photorealistic. Hmm. Which I think you are capable of. I can do that. I want it to look great. I don't want, you know, sometimes people put like real girly looking hops. Mm-hmm. Not appropriate <laughs> for a dude. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, ones, yeah. you, you know, just like a, the hop field growing on my arm. I can do, I can design something you for could, you. You could do that for me? Yeah. Well, I, cause, well, first off, I followed your advice when you told me to make prints and sell them. Uh-huh. I listened to you. Yeah. So now you're telling me to design your hop. <laughs> so I'll listen to you. It must have done well for you. If I think the only thing that would stop people from buying that is that they don't know it exists. Yeah, that or you're charging ten thousand dollars a print. <laughs> totally. No, we I'm, should put them in the Brewing Network store. Are they in the store? Uh, no, Dustin never really had much interest in putting them. No, in the store. come on. I, I I think they're they're fantastic. Well, I really thanks. do. They're in right it. beside the bass boats. Who? Who? No words. And mountain Who would who would not buy that? I uh, I don't know. I people. If you're a home brewer, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, over your bed. Uh, maybe not. You know, the wife may not be happy or the husband may not be happy. Um, it's perfect for a bathroom. Perfect for a bathroom or perfect for, you know, just around in your your uh, your brewer cave, you know? Yeah, yeah. Your brewer bar. Sure. And people have bought them for, for yeah, that purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I, I think they just don't know they exist. I've never been much of a marketer. I've always, where, I, 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 I suck the content, at that, too. You know, I, where, do, I do the content. Where do you go to buy them? 
well, it's a kind of a long story. You used to be able to go to a, a store I had set up for it under a Hop Life brand, uh-huh. but uh, we got a cease and desist from a brewery in Florida that uh, had started, and they were called <laughs> Hop Life, and they uh, made all sorts of threatening this and that. Oh, so the, the short answer is there is really no place. If you're interested, email me, scott at thebrewingnetwork.com, and I'll, I'll arrange hmm. to uh, ship one out to you. Well, there you go. That Well, just have Justin throw him up in the store. He probably wants a cut of the sale. Yeah, I think probably. that's what's going on. Yeah. You know, maybe you got to work out the percentage. Okay, we'll talk off the air. All right, yeah, let's not mention that to everybody <laughs> listening, because that wouldn't be appropriate. Not at all. Okay. Hey. Well, thanks, uh, Jamil. I appreciate that you like him so much, man. Oh, I do. It's my pleasure I, I, to give this to you. That is, literally, it's art. I mean, it's not. No, it's not like crap. I mean, you listen to Scott and you think, well, you know, this is like some retard with some crayons. Oh, I'm not supposed to say retard with crayons. Mongo is the. Yeah, so this is somebody challenged with crayons. Uh, but when you see the actual work, it's amazing. It truly is. You're gifted. Thank you, man. I'm blushing over here. You're gifted. Yeah. You could go to the Gifted Olympics. Yeah, yeah. get in that line. That's the Gifted line. <laughs> God. Oh, poor Henry. He's he's uh, he's listening. But you know, poor Blickman. Oh man. Poor dude's paid for this show <laughs> not, for 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 so long. I'm not sponsoring this. I have segment. to. I have to question his his judgment. I really well, do. if there's ever a man that's standing in the Gifted line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh yeah it's uh it's our good friend john blickman uh, the guy is truly gifted uh as scott is an artist with the the oil uh paints uh john blickman is is uh, a gifted artist when it comes to you know metal and electricity and you know just mechanical and uh just brilliant Absolutely brilliant. The stuff that that guy produces, the innovations he's done for homebrewing are substantial. I mean, people are now, you know, ripping him off on, oh, you yeah. know, uh, things like, you know, the beer gun and things like that. The guy revolutionized how you fill a bottle. At the brewery, we actually use a beer gun when we are taking samples and things like that. And when we send beer to competition, how do we do it now? I mean, we used to just take bottles and cans off the, the canning line or, or, or bottling line. But then uh, Matt at, at Firestone told me, no, 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 hand bottle them. I'm like, all right. So we use a Blickman beer gun. And we're well, able to- You remember at Home Brew Con, uh, there was that data from a presentation showing that the beer gun got lo- as low or mm-hmm. lower package oxygen than some of the commercial bottle fillers out there. We were able to get our Prospero down to 15 parts per billion, which is ridiculously low. There's there's no real commercial bottling lines that can do better than that. Right. But we, the beer gun can equal that. With a beer gun, we've gotten three to five most of the time. We can get it down yep. to zero. That's Pretty damn amazing. Good. Absolutely amazing. So there's there's nothing that's going to do better than that. If you're thinking another bottling uh, bottling device will do better than the beer gun, you're mistaken. It is going to give you the best shot at 
having a great product in the bottle is going to be the best shot at winning a competition. I mean, assuming your beer is good. Uh, but, you know, if bottling is the thing that's uh, screwing you up, get yourself beer good. Damn thing works really well. And they've, they've modernized it and adapted it and improved it. It's yep. fantastic. So there you go. That's the kind of shit that yeah, you get from uh, Blickman. So check them out, BlickmanEngineering.com. You can even send a, an email to feedback at BlickmanEngineering.com uh, to uh, tell them how much you appreciate they pay for the show. All right. We were having such a good time with uh, my friend Henry Kirk, who is the uh, innovation team leader at uh, at Fuller's. At least uh, that's what I call him. Um, he's uh, Everybody else brewing. just calls him that guy. Hey, that guy. They just call him Henry. Hey, you. Um, uh, we had such a great time with him on the, the previous show that we were like, carry him over to the show because John has actual brewing questions to ask him. <laughs> I just have lots of fun things. I, I love hanging out with Henry. Memories. He is so much fun, and he's such a great guy. It's just a lovely experience. As you can all tell just by hearing um, how funny he is. Um, uh, so... Let's see here. Um, uh, why don't we... Um... Well, John had asked a good question at the end of the last show. Maybe John had asked a good that. question at the end of the show. Yeah. Do you remember the question, Henry? Probably not. Could you... Could you uh, it was about party guiling, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, since y'all, since you'd mentioned that your brewery uh, is made and set up for party guile, um, party guile is a, a method that we in the states have heard about a lot, but we, you know, really don't understand. And and many of the most of the craft brewers and home brewers here have never brewed on such a system. So it would be a real treat for you to walk us through a typical brew day. Um, and you know how many mashes you do, how many products you get from that mash, and all that kind of you know all those little details that may seem mundane to you, but uh, are really you know uh, new for us. That's a perfect question after four or five beers, Henry. <laughs> First of all, I should say, John, um, if you're ever in London, please swing by. We'd love to show you around. Oh, well, thank you. And thank you for how to brew as well. You've gotten me out of a lot of problems over my, <laughs> my brewing. Thank you. First thing I should say about party guiling is, as John Keeling says, is that it's actually very simple and elegant, really. Um, because we only have uh, two vessels, um, we can't actually do a So with party guiles, we really just... Oh, Skype. Uh, yeah. I might need to uh, end Probably. the... Uh... Hey, Henry, the Skype is acting oh. up. Let me let me try and yeah. uh, end the call and call you back real quick, all right? We will restart. Yeah, we're going to restart it. Well, and, um, yeah, the, so the the way that, okay, sure. uh, that uh, Fuller's is set up, there's two large mash tons, and then there's two large kettles. That's it. It isn't like, you know... Mash ton, louder kettle, whirlpool, any of that stuff. It is these two large mash tons, and so they're running two brews. and And, and I guess they they run. Talking to John some years ago, they run a certain portion. They run this word out, then they run another word out, then they blend them, and then you know they they get whatever. 
Um, that is, uh, you know, the the traditional way that's done. One of the one of the cool things is, or one of the strange things is, there are, uh, you know, when when they go to boil, right? Everyone finds this interesting. When they go to boil, they know how many pounds of steam it takes to get a certain volume of wort to boil, and so. They apply a rate of steam, like you know, ten pounds of steam per minute, and then if they want to boil for sixty minutes, they say, okay, like six thousand pounds of steam at ten pounds a minute. Hmm. That's how they they boil. They don't just say boil for sixty minutes. They apply a certain amount of steam for a certain amount of time at a certain rate, or just a certain amount of steam at a certain rate. That's interesting. Yeah, Henry, are you there? Is it a better connection now? Hmm. I'm dipping out because I like my monologue. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm hearing some echoes. Hello? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're here. I just, it's a little funky. Anyway, you can continue on with what you were saying before the call got weird. My best. Um, okay, so, so what I was saying was um, two mash tons with two coppers. So the grist cases have about nine nine tons, metric tons um, so we mash one together because um, we don't quite have the hydraulics to be able to mash them all in at the same time um, and then we the, the simple fundamental run off both mash tons into the first copper so all the strong works go into that first copper so in standard gravity Uh, 70 perhaps oh hello yeah we're here it's just uh it's bugging out skype's bugging out we're catching most of it but skype's bugging out what do you want to do Jamal? so yeah, we're, oh, okay we're just missing the verbs right right so there's there's <laughs> like i said there's two mash tons they dough them in separately because they don't have the like you were saying the, the hydraulics or the power to, to do them both at the same time they run both uh mash tons into one kettle uh, to get the strong wort, and then Henry, that's your cue. Oh, hi, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, um, the uh, yeah, switch over to the second copper, where because we've been. In um, the gravity is much weaker in that second copper, so it's. Would, are you receiving me over? <laughs> uh, barely. So they. So you you run the uh, the the wort then from the from the two mashes into the second copper, um, and then do you blend those to something or? Yeah. So what, what we what we do is. Um, we blend in FV. So, for example, mm-hmm. a, a classic FV or four guiles, a guile of ESB. I so, can, three I quarters can. of that first. Uh-huh. Okay. So oh, Skype, you're killing us words. with our best guest ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they'll take they'll take the uh, the the wort from the, the the strong wort and they will put uh, like 
three quarters of that and one quarter of the wheat wort and make ESB. They'll blend it into the fermentation vessels. And then they'll blend. And London Pride will be half. London Pride is half and half of strong and the uh, wicker wort. And then Chiswick Bitter will be uh, three quarter, one quarter. Exactly right. There you go. This is a fun game. When are these hops? I didn't catch that. Neither did I. So they're all hopped the same in that, well, the, the strong wort gets. More hops. The weak work gets, or do they both get the same amount? I can't remember. Because, um, as we know, uh, okay. much more hops. I bet the Russians the are behind this. Okay, so so more hops are going into the first cup, and in the stronger in the stronger word. Um, I talked to John Keeling about this a while ago, uh, and I it's been so long ago I can't remember all the details of it. But they yeah, there's so the stronger word gets more hops, and then it's actually that by a ratio of gravity almost I think um, the hopping's the same, but just uh, cut back because of gravity. So it's seventy five percent first copper. Twenty five percent in the in the smaller copper or the lower gravity copper, and then they just by blending you're getting more hops um, into the ESB and less hops into the the Chiswick, and um, you know fifty fifty into the Pride. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. You know what? Hey, during the uh, during the break, I'm, <laughs> yeah. what I'm and then because the difference is in the. I'm sorry. <laughs> So I was just saying during the break, I'm gonna I'm gonna quit Skype and I'll restart the program. Yeah, and we'll, we'll try this one more time. Okay, and uh, hopefully hopefully that'll work. But it's been a fun game listening to Jamil <laughs> fill in the blanks for you, Henry. <laughs> I, I think you, I'm you've actually, done very well. <laughs> I, I, I actually think I am. I mean, I'm okay. kind of surprised. All right, let's take a short break. When we come back, hopefully Skype will be working better. Right after this. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new brew easy since the first time the brewing network microphones turned on more beer was behind it more beer sponsors the programming on the bn because like you they love brewing and like the brewing network they love sharing their knowledge morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order 
morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Check out their brand new patent-pending mash and boil 110-volt electric mashing and boiling unit. This compact all-stainless unit lets you mash, sparge, and boil just about anywhere that has a 110-volt plug. Double-wall construction adds to efficiency and safety, and a precise thermostat keeps temperatures where you want them. Unlike insulated buckets and converted coolers, multiple temperature rest mashing is easy to do all for under 300 bucks they also feature the mark ii work pump a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much as well as exclusive brewers edge regulators and quality keg king kegs and disconnects check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to bruise their vast selection Like the Lance Armstrong of the beer world. Except for that nut thing. This is Bruce Strong. All right, we're back. Yes. <sighs> Come on, Skype. Let's see what happens with Skype. Come Hen- on. Henry, you there? I am here. Oh, Dude, man, that sounds That better. sounds good. All right. John, go with the question. All right. What is Party Guy brewing, and how does Fuller's use it? All right, so well, we got to, we got to. All right, uh, they, they, I, I explained how they did. They did the the, the, the two words, the, the strong, the weak, and then blended it in the fermentation vessels. The hopping, seventy five percent of the stronger, and twenty five percent of the weaker, and that's how you get the different hopping levels. And go. Oh, oh you're going to use all that stuff? Okay, great. Um, that, <laughs> I explained it all. Uh, <laughs> That's that's sort of that's sort of it. That's kind of how we do it. 
Okay. And then... Hello, um, oh, well, sorry. Hello. Sorry, I just got so used to um, dropping out. Um, <laughs> I suppose the great thing about party guiling is that because we've got the different levels of sugar in each individual beer, that actually really uh, gives the yeast... Uh, the different levels of sugar kind of means that the yeast sort of expresses different flavours. So, for example, in ESB, you get this real sort of... Uh, tangerine marmalade flavor that you don't mm. get quite as much in the london pride mm. so even though they it is the same grist the mm-hmm. same the same hops they are they are different beers do you pitch oh. the same amount of yeast uh in those batches or do you have a differing uh, amount of uh, yeast that you pitch oh it's it's the same same oh, so they're all 17 the same. million cells per mil oh fascinating same oxygen levels People at brewers, when we show them around, often ask that question. Um, and the answer is no, it's just straight up the same. Interesting. That's why you get the different results. Yeah. Ah, fascinating, fascinating. That was one thing I had never, never known. Okay, all right. Uh, how else are the beers uh, treated in the party gal process? What else is different or the same that may affect them? Um. Anything on packaging or or well, dry we, hopping? We, we or? dry hop the ESB and the Chiswick, so we put we put some um, golding hops into into the maturation vessel. Mm-hmm. So a beer like ESB will have uh, fourteen days, uh, so it will ferment in sort of four days and then um, four to five, and then the yeast will be cropped off and it will be centrifuged, and then it will mature for fourteen days before going into our racking tank. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will sit on a bed of hops for uh, 14 days. And then once it gets into the barrel, we have these lovely Type 100 hockey puck hops, goldings again, that we put in the cask before filling. Mm-hmm. So you, you said the, the beer is taken off the yeast before um, dry hopping? Um, well, actually, I should say, I should back up a little bit. When At the start of fermentation, we put in, uh, we put in target hops. Ah. Um, so it's there throughout the whole of um, fermentation, which when I arrived, I thought, this this is crazy. Mm-hmm. You've got to put it in a chill, surely. Um, but what we've learned is that actually um, yeast biotransformations and how it interacts with the hops is so complex. Actually, by putting it in at the start, you are you are getting something out of those hops that you, you don't necessarily get by adding them at the end. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you mentioned Type 100, so that is 100%. So it's essentially whole cone hops just pressed together. Because 100, that means 100% of the uh, materials there. Because yeah. we, we use... Uh... Oh, no. Darn. Oh, no, it's acting up again. Yeah, so... Um, so they Probably have like, MI5. Well, they have Type 100, <laughs> yeah, giving out fuller <laughs> secrets. They've got Type 100, Type 90... Uh, I actually never heard of Type 100, but Type 90 is, you know, 90% of the material, they just they throw away a little bit. Uh, there's Type 45, there's uh, type, uh, type 30 or 35, which, you know, if you've been hearing about the cryo hops and the Luplin powder and all that stuff, that's essentially what some people just call Type 30 or Type whatever, where they've removed 70% of the material and all that's left is really just the Luplin. Um, and a little bit of hop uh, material. Um, so the, the the higher the number, the more uh, they're including all that vegetable matter of the hops. So type 100 means 
taking whole cone hops, I guess, and just pressing them into a into a little, like you said, a hockey puck to throw in there. So it's just a more convenient formatting and probably um, reduces the amount of oxygen uptake that uh, will happen in just loose uh, cone hops. Right. Any luck? I'm not sure. I might try and uh, restart the program again because that worked temporarily. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, but again, it may have just been everyone was finished and uh, traffic improved you know, from the people who started what we were talking about during the break. It's possible. Well, while I restart this, I meant to ask about the uh, the fruit for the for the goes. Oh, the yeah, right, 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 right. How was it? Was it puree? What was it? So I believe they ended up using a kind of a concentrate, uh, a concentrated syrup uh, for that. Um, mm. I was not there for that part of it. Um, I have, you know, on on untapped. I'm, I'm thinking maybe they didn't quite add quite enough. Need to be a little heavier on that. Blackberry. Oh, people saying the fruit character wasn't present enough. Yeah, there. See, I go pretty heavy on the fruit. So yeah. if it's gonna be if you're gonna say fruit, just you know, it lay should, it on it there, lay it on there thick. Yeah, I'm with you. So, um, but uh, in general, the uh, the uh, uh, perception of it has been very positive. And like I said, people are just thrilled that it's such a historic brewery that you know is capable of doing these things. And I, I don't think people appreciate what they're capable of. Um, you know, when I was at um, uh, the conference, I ran across the guys from uh, uh, Jace from August Shell, and August Shell. They're a hundred and fifty some odd years, hundred fifty three, hundred fifty seven, something like that years old. So nearly what Fuller's is, like 20 years younger than Fuller's in the United States. This is one of the oldest breweries in the United States, and they've been operating, you know, ever since. It is one of the most amazing places and amazing breweries that everyone in the U.S. should really be very pleased and um, passionate about because that's brewing history. Yeah, Beef saying you just did the session. He was here, right? In he studio. Here yeah. Weeks ago. yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Check him yeah. Out on the session. I mean, just just fantastic. Um, and you know, it's it's an amazing place. If you get a chance, it's out in the middle of freaking nowhere, New Ulm. It's worth the drive. Go out there and check out the brewery. Um, you know, but it, you know, there's the, these places they exist for this long because they've got a history of caring about beer, caring about their customer, caring about, you know, what they're doing and being, uh, you know, innovative and creative and having the talent, you know, it's a continuous thing. And, uh, you know, there's so few of these places that exist that you really should take your time to appreciate these places, you know, lest they be gone in a heartbeat. Uh, you know, places like Fuller's, places like August Shell, places, you know, like Harvey's. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's difficult for them to compete with everyone focused on, well, what's the latest, greatest thing? Uh, what what was made yesterday? What, what was brand new yesterday? What was just right, invented? Right, yeah. And just focusing on that to you know it's like you know what i mean that's great i love the innovation i love the creativity but you are going to miss out on some amazing things if that's all you focus on 
Yeah, you basically should do your uh, brewery trip planning, what you want to see by how old their climbing vines are. <laughs> you know, so if they have anything on the right. side of the building. That if they have old. a you know, 300-year-old wisteria, right, yes. Or some ivy or something. Well, and at uh, New Ulm, I mean, they've got like a, a deer herd. they got peacocks. they got this... This brick building, five-story brick building that's cut into the side of a mountain, so they have lagering caves and all that. It's just amazing. It is so cool. And they've when I was there, the lagering caves were like, you know, um, something horribly dangerous that you really <laughs> could not walk into. But they're like, hey, we'll show you whatever you want. And, and a, a Brewing Network listener met up with me, and he's like, Ask them to show you the lagering caves. <laughs> Nobody gets into the lagering caves. Oh, yeah? I'm like, uh, I want to see the lagering caves. They're like, really? It's dangerous. <laughs> That's why they don't let anybody see the lagering caves. Well, they they uh, clean those out, renovate them, and now they're they're barrel aging beer in there. Why was it? Why is it dangerous? Oh, it was like you know 150 year old brick building <laughs> into the side of a mountain oh i see it's um, unreinforced masonry and they think it's going it, to crumble it, it, it looked real sketchy real huh, sketchy no kidding yeah old school uh, um look at I, these spruce fooders these giant spruce fooders that were that they used to logger the beer in now they're doing sours and they set up a separate place for that oh, that's interesting so actually we just did the sour hour last night yeah. and there was a listener asking questions about uh woods that are not oak right so would that be right. considered kind of like a, an exotic type of fermentation vessel as far as wood goes spruce yeah um well they're pitched they're they're pitched so you don't get the character of the wood into the beer uh, the ones at new Ulm. yeah i see I, is that for currently purposes or, or back in the uh, day? Yes, yes. That they're they're, they're lined. Uh, you don't get you don't get wood character currently uh, or back in the day. Both, both. Huh. I'm pretty sure that's what Jay said. That they pitch lined it. Yeah. Yeah. Or wax or well, something. Okay. Because because when I was there, he he had just set them up and had kept filling them with water and they were leaking water like crazy and everyone's like eh, he's a little nuts thinking these things will work again and he got them to work yeah i know I, they are working and uh but I, I i i guess i'm thinking that there is no wood character then or now in the beer interesting well yeah right but i don't know that they're sealed off because one of the reasons to do the fooders for the, they're doing sours in them. That was his goal. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to do lagers in them. He wanted to do sours in them, which is again the innovation of this this thing. And um, sure. And so you know, if you seal them off, you're not going to get the oxygen permeability that you want. I think there'd be no difference between that and uh, a steel, steel vessel, right? right? Well, yeah, it uh, may yeah, be a, a little point. bit more. But um, I'll tell you, uh, you know, talking about innovation and great things out in that area. Great fermentations. Those folks, good folks. I like those people. I went out to Indiana and uh, went to both the great fermentation stores. And I'll tell you, from the top on down, those are good people. That's a well-run place. Uh, Full-service store. Yeah, they got everything, and uh, I'm just so pleased that uh, they're a sponsor. Um, I think that, you know, if you are in Indiana, you're quite lucky to have that as your your local homebrew shop yeah. good folks well you know back in the day they were one of my original customers for how to brew 
No kidding. Well, let's not hold that against them, John. I think they've improved (laughs) since then. Always one of my best customers. Ah, yes. Uh, Speaking of best customers, let's do this. Let's take a uh, another break. When we come back, um, we'll talk about something. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be something. Maybe we'll switch to Q and A. Maybe Henry will miraculously appear on a plane. I think Henry has uh, ski daddled off to bed. He he gave up on it. He threw his computer out the window and turned the light off. Unfortunately. All right. Well, we'll be back right after this. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewers banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer Army, have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including white labs, Y-yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer, one that spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can, featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? 
go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of Monk's Blood. The 21st of Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Back to the two guys that know how to turn beer into beer. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. Ah, well, I'll tell you, you know, one of the things um, that you uh, need to uh, do is, uh, you know, if you're if you're party gallon is uh, water, I think becomes could become a little bit more important uh, as you're true. as you're making these lower gravity runnings from a mash. All of a sudden, you need to worry. About, uh, you know, tannin extraction and things like that, where, um, you know, one of the things that, uh, uh, you know, I think people over-focus on when we're doing our standard single infusion, just one running from a mash, I don't, you know, generally you don't get that low into the gravity of the mash to where, you know, most homebrewers are throwing away quite a bit at the end. And that's really not an issue, you know, tannin extraction. But if you're right. going to do a party gal, I think you really need to be careful about, you know, pH and mineral additions and things like that in your water to, to support getting those runnings and not having them turn out like crap. I think that's a, a, a kind of a critical part. That's maybe one of the reasons that, you know, certain breweries in, in, in England, you know, the, the source water was very important. Well, I'll tell you one way that you can check your source water is through the Lamont uh, Brew Lab. Uh, they got this great um, uh, water test kit that is as precise as you're, you're going to get, as you'll ever really need. We use the Lamont uh, Brew Lab at uh, Heretic, and that is nice and precise. It's very quick, and it's very uh, cost-effective. Uh, you know, if you're going to be testing your water once, well, sure, just go ahead and send it off to some lab. But I'll tell you this, the source water that you're getting changes uh, over the course of a year. As there's more rain, as there's less rain, everywhere that you're brewing in the U.S., your water's probably changing seasonally. So you really need to know about that. And it can change year to year drier years wetter years so that's the reason to have a a brew test kit on site so you can test it the day of brewing so you know what kind of adjustments you want to make now i'm not saying you need to you know uh you know analyze it down to the last little milligram and 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 freak out about it but i think you know in general just knowing that wow your calcium levels have doubled Oh, holy or smokes. Half. Yeah, <laughs> or gone in half. All of a sudden, you, you do need to make a change at that point. Um, you don't need to worry if it's, you know, uh, you know it, it's gone up, uh, you know, 1% or down 1%. But, you know, those changes. And the only way to know is to have a, a test kit on hand. And the Lamont Brew Lab, I personally uh, recommend that, that, that Brew Lab kit. 
So check them out. You can get them at Lamont.com. Uh, you can find out more about it there. Uh, it's a company that's doing water testing for forever. And um, they did brew testing right. Uh, but ask your local homebrew shop. Ask Great Fermentations. Ask uh, uh, more beer. If you, if you don't have a shop near to you, you can get them online. But uh, good stuff. Highly recommended if you're, you're interested in water. And if you're interested in party guile, I think you need to be interested in water. Um. All right, John. Yes. What haven't we covered about uh, Party Guy? We got. Uh, wh- what were your other questions for for Henry? I will channel uh, the okay. great brewers of Fuller's <laughs> and answer your questions for you. I I, I I don't know if you know this, but uh, I uh, was a brewer at Fuller's uh, for some time. Yes, you were. Yeah, you were captured on camera. Being uh, forty five minutes. Yes. <laughs> Well, very good. I was a brewer um, in charge of the brewery, literally, yeah. for you, 45 minutes. Can you give your answer? There's with, photographic evidence, huh? Yeah, there is. And can you give them with the accent, please? Can you do the English, UK accent when you give these answers? Uh, no. Oh. It would take a few more beers. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, um, you know, party guile, I mean, it, so many people... I think have misconceptions of what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you were you were summarizing for Henry earlier when you're saying that uh, uh, there's a high strength wort uh, mm-hmm. from two two separate mash tons right. that's run into the first copper, and that is you know a, a, basically a full batch of very high strength. Then they take the second runnings mm-hmm. of both coppers, or sorry, mash tons, mm-hmm. and run it into the second copper. Right. And now those two coppers, I don't, I don't know if there's more than two or not, uh, those are blended at different proportions to create the different products. Mm-hmm. Correct so far? Correct. Okay. The, uh, the first copper is hopped um, at, uh, with bittering hops, um, and is, is the second copper. Um, when those... When those uh, guiles are blended for fermentation, Henry was saying that uh, the uh, that blend that going in the fermenter is hopped again in the fermenter, mm-hmm. um, kind of a dry hop, but you know under under active fermentation. Right. So they lay the hops. So the, all their tanks. Um, my understanding is they have no way of adding hops later on. So once the liquid's in there, the liquid's in there, you're done. So I'm pretty sure the target hops that he mentioned for the beginning of fermentation, they will throw those in there first. And I think they put them target in Target being a variety. Yeah. Correct. I think they, they use those in big socks or whatever, and they'll put them in there. So they'll put them in, you know, mesh bags. And then uh, then they'll run the word in, and then it, it stays there. And that's why okay. it's in there for, like, you know, the whole time. Uh, however yeah. long, yeah, and then okay. so this because they, there's not like a port that they can open up and throw things in. That's why I was, I mean, when it came time to add the blackberry and stuff, it was like, well, it has to go into the tank and then you transfer onto it. Uh, I okay, you, and then that fermenter is there for what you said four days, and then it's centrifuged and sent to a bright tank. Harvest the yeast, they centrifuge it, and I guess yeah, they they uh, to a maturation vessel. But I I'm not sure if they're, um, yeah, 
but it goes to the maturation vessel spends like 14 days there okay uh, then uh, then in, they may have more, goes in, more hops there I don't know yeah so there, there he's mentioned the Chiswick bitter and the ESB are also hopped in the cask or in the kegs right so they they do a lot of uh, uh they, they do package beer but they also do and they do actually do some draft too but usually only on um certain beers but um uh, the majority of it goes into uh cask so firkins and pins and i don't know if they do larger than that um and they'll add, you know, some hops in that, in certain beers, I'm sure. Okay. But to go back up to the top, you know, um, we have copper one with high-gravity high work, copper mm-hmm. two with lower-gravity work. That's mm-hmm. the second runnings. Mm-hmm. And those are blended. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So 75% strong, 25% weak for ESB, 50-50 for London Bride, and... Uh, twenty five seventy five for Chiswick bitter. Interesting, very interesting way to to brew. Yeah, I, you know, very traditional, and you know, yeah. Especially, you know, trying to when when you're in uh, you know wartime and things like that, you know, it's real beneficial to eke out as much beer as you can out of you know the grains and things like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's in terms of a having a very large mash ton uh, to to be able to, to extract uh, and then say you know top up with some specialty grain to you know to to do uh, additional products. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very effective way, economical way of, right. of getting the most from uh, you know a few uh, key ingredients. The most product differentiation. Yeah. You know, you know me, I don't think anybody should be uh, trying to cheap on their, on their, uh, on their brews whatsoever. But I think that, you know, uh, it's interesting and fascinating that, you know, the the character of what you're getting. And like Henry was saying, so at fermentation, they pitch uh, 17 million uh, cells per mil. Um, That's what they pitch to all the beers. So it's, that that's it for doesn't matter what gravity the beer is and so they get different character from each of those beers which is very cool so based on I think, the pitching rate to that og right and you're getting um you know different yeast character you're getting different uh, you know grain character from those beers i think each of those beers is is actually quite spectacular um, oh yeah yeah and it's interesting you know the you know if this wasn't something commonly known, you would go, well, no, those are three different beers. You're maybe pitching different yeast and using different hops, and, uh, you know, you're putting more caramel, you know, crystal grains in these, and, you know, you would have this, um, you know, perception of, you know, based on U.S. brewing or most of the rest of the world brewing, you have this perception of how that beer was actually made. And it's that's not true. It's like, no, same grist on all. No, it's, you know. Same hops, yeah. no. Same yeast, uh, no. Same pitching rate. You'd be like, "What?" That's one of the cool things, and and I think that you know, it would be interesting if people you know more gave this a try, and uh, uh, because of you know what kind of results you do get. Yeah. 
Uh, let's do this. Um, oh, let me tell you about uh, Brew Guru. John, when you were in on, on your travels, did you use the the uh, Brew Guru app from the AHA to? Uh, well, I help did you? when I was in Minnesota for HomebrewCon. Oh yeah, it was very, came in very handy there. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it, it, it not only tells you where the places are, uh, you know, uh, great restaurants, you know, bars, uh, brew pubs, uh, breweries, and homebrew shops, but I it, took, took advantage of the discounts too. That's right. It tells you which ones give you an AHA discount. So, as a member, I mean, if if you can't pay for your membership through using the Brew Guru app, then Clearly, you don't drink or eat, or you don't buy anything. Um, (laughs) You don't brew, and you don't drink or eat. Um, If you do any of those three things, you can pay for your AHA membership using the Brew Guru app. So a lot of times, um, I'm always very skeptical about, oh, membership benefit. It's like, I'm not going to use that benefit. That's a benefit you can use. And it will, you know, if you're passionate about craft beer and home brewing, it'll pay for itself. Check it out uh, at the AHA website. Um, what is the AHA website? AHA.org. AHA.org. There you go. Uh, check it out and uh, check out the uh, Brew Guru app. No, that's wrong. <laughs> that's the American Hospital Association. Right. American yeah. Homebrewers <laughs> Association.org. American, yeah, see, there you go. American Homebrewers Association.org. So check that out and check out the Brew Guru app. It will help you save tons of money. Uh, you can even download it for free and you know start using it for free for like a month or something like that. I don't know, 90 days? I, I don't know. If you don't see the value in it, fine. Don't become a member. Um, but I think you will. So check it out. It's valuable. All right. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll wrap up uh, the show right after this. Brewing Great Beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications with more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus and Radical Brewing Recipes, Tales, and World Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at BrewersPublications.com. Brewers Publications, all the best on beer and brewing. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a brew. Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any.
Kenny Brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the thebrewingnetwork.com. Are you a member of the White Labs Customer Club? If not, you should be. It's the easiest way to earn free stuff for turning in your old homebrew labels from either vials or pure pitch. All you have to do is save your labels and redeem them for things like free yeast, an exclusive White Labs t-shirt or sweatshirt, and even the opportunity to brew with the yeast man himself, Chris White. Signing up is easy. Just go to whitelabs.com slash customer club, fill out the registration form, and then mail in your labels. They will return the favor by sending you awesome White Labs. Swag. Go sign up today at whitelabs.com slash customer club. White Labs, pure yeast and fermentation since 1995. Like the Lance Armstrong of the beer world. Except for that nut thing. This is Bruce Strong. All right. The Homebrew Label Awards are back. Woohoo! Submit your artwork at homebrewlabelawards.com. Let your homebrewing peers shower you with votes. They will spray those votes all over your face. The labels with the most votes can win. <laughs> Evo, you're looking particularly beautiful today. Perfect. I'm sure that's you're, exactly You're what looking you want pretty to hot work. and smoking. I, I'm just saying, you've been working out? You know, what's going on, girl? It's, 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 it's working. It's the genes. It's man. working. G E N E S. <laughs> it's the genes. You bought a new pair of jeans? That's what that's what Scott says. No? You're not letting your child hear all this, are you? No, she can't. Oh good. There you go. Um labels <laughs> with the most votes. Can win fabulous prizes. Pretty easy, huh? Last year, we handed out over $5,000 worth of prizes to the winners. And this year, we're doing it again. No labels, no problem. You can check out all the cool labels being submitted and cast your vote on your favorite ones. Help your fellow home brewer achieve fame and glory. That is homebrewlabelawards.com. Oh, so what did you think of uh, Henry? Huh? Huh, John? Ah, a delightful guest. I I really have to go over to Fuller sometime. He, he is fantastic. He's truly just a really, really nice guy and, uh, you know, very clever and very uh, uh, just just great to hang out with, talk with, and, uh, you know, real passionate about uh, what he does. So, Well, when if he ever comes up to Heretic, let me know because I'll, I'll pop up there. Yeah, it'd be be great to hang out with the both. Yeah, we desperately want to make it happen. Um, You know, he can stay at my house, so that's not a problem. But they got to fly him out. I may just, you know, find whenever the cheapest fares from London to uh, San Francisco are, and then just pay for it myself. And he'll just have to take some time off of work. But uh, would love to do it. Uh, Those people at Fuller's are just some of my favorites. A lot of great Uh, people there. As you're saying, the beers from from Fuller's are, are classics, and uh, mm-hmm. it's really in, it was really interesting today to hear about more about the brewing process, and uh, and I'm really envious that you had a chance to brew with them. That's great. Yeah, like uh, and, and and no kidding, that's like my number four top thing in my life was getting to getting to do a brew at Fuller's. I never thought mm-hmm. 
I would ever get a chance to do something. Command like that, an actual ever. actual brewing station. And <laughs> it was. I mean, they had me slinging hoses. They had me, you know, hosing out uh, the kettle. I mean, they had me doing things. You go to do a lot of, for, you know, uh, collaboration brews. They're like, yeah, just sit here and drink. Um, don't touch the equipment. You know, <laughs> like the smallest breweries. I, I go over to somebody's house to homebrew. I bet, and they'd be like. Yeah, just sit there. Don't 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 touch the brewery. Yeah, that lawn chair has your name on it. Just park right. it yeah, for we, a minute. We got this. We got, you know, they would not let me touch the brewery. At Fuller's, they're just like, uh, here you go. You know, and then, here's the keys. Yeah, and they're like, Get your uh, hand on yeah, the tiller. You know, uh, help with this, help with that. You know, do this. And I'm like, yeah, I, that was fantastic. Absolutely the best, the best experience I've ever had. I, and I've had some, not to you know. Uh, poo-poo all my other uh, collaborations. I have some amazing experiences. I'm just telling you, as amazing as all those were, I mean, you know, the, the, my brews with Ma, my friends at Mondo, I love those. I love doing the left-handed giant thing. I love doing the chrome herring. I love doing at uh, Malmo Brewing and with Brewhouse 19 guys. And I'll, I'll continue to do all those, you know, um, uh, Devil Craft in Japan, and uh, you know the ones we've done in the U.S. with Stone and with uh, uh, you know Mitch and Tasty, and you know, I mean we've done a lot of great uh, collabs that I really enjoy. But this one at Fuller's was special, really special, because of the history of the the brewery, the passion of all the people, and then the fact that they were just like, "Go for it, man! Jump in there, you know, help us out, do it, do the work." You know, I love that they weren't afraid to let me touch things and and uh, and and you know be part of it. They actually, were like, "Yeah, probably preferred it." Actually, given the sour nature of the whole thing. <laughs> well, they're like, "Yeah, we want to be able to blame you." I think yeah. that was mentioned several times. What about a keg? Is it as a keg coming to uh, to uh, the confessional or the hop grenade or both? I tried and tried. So Fuller's is imported into the U.S. by uh, Paul Anner. And I emailed and emailed, and I never got a response from any of those people. I wasn't looking for, you know, people to, like, you know, stock it in every local store. I I was trying to say, look, just bring a pallet of it out to Wine Warehouse Handles in here in California. I'm like, just bring it out to Wine Warehouse. Wine and Warehouse didn't even have to sell it. I will use my sales folks to sell the beer for Wine Warehouse. I won't make any money off of it, but I will get it placed. They don't need, you know, bring a couple of pallets in. We'll take care of the rest of it. And, uh, nah, didn't happen. Just crickets? They just ignored it? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm like, look, you know, and the people here would be so excited about that. People were really excited about the, the collab. Everywhere I've mentioned it, they're just like, you're kidding. Fuller's is doing a Goza. It's like, wow. And that's... One of the coolest things about it was here's a brewery with such history, with, you know, so much, you know, at stake, was willing to really extend itself and, and, and just, you know, be ballsy, be, be you know, craft brewers. Yeah. These folks are brewers. It's like I'm saying, they're not a factory producing beer. These are people passionate about beer and that, that love all the different kinds of beer. You know, they yes, they make these great traditional beers, but they love everything. They they love, you know, trying and exploring and, you know, and that's what makes them so cool. And I, I, for me, it's just amazing. So... 
I'm going back over in September, and I, I got to get me some of that, and I got to got to hang out with my friend Henry. I'm gonna really looking forward to it. Sounds awesome. Can John and I come? Yeah, sure. Cool. You two can do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, I don't know. They, they sell plane tickets to anybody these days. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. All right. Um, another fine show. It thank was. You, thank it was. you to our uh, our good friend uh, Henry Kirk at uh, at Fuller's for uh, spending <laughs> a miserable yes. you know half an hour trying to get Skype to work. Uh, but it was probably raining there anyway. So. <laughs> Between MI5, the Russians, and the rain, we did not stand a chance. There you go. So. Well, you know, I'll tell you what does stand a good chance of you contacting our fine sponsors like Blickman Engineering. Contact them. Feedback at BlickmanEngineering.com. Tell that guy that you appreciate paying for the show so you don't have to. You get this thing for free. Um... Uh, at least you do is send an email. Uh, so feedback at, engin- at BlickmanEngineering.com. Tell John you appreciate it. Um, you know, the, the 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 bass boats are not quite up on the <laughs> Brew Network store yet. Ah. Right now, they're doing a, an oldie but a goodie. They're bringing back the, the ski-doos, the, uh, the, the the jet skis. Yeah, the old Kawasaki two-strokes. Yeah, yeah. Right, ah. right, right. They've got a little bit of a clearance going on. You know, they run a special, you know, for me every show. And you can get yourself one of these jet skis, fully Kawasaki two-stroke jet ski, 300 bucks. That awesome. includes shipping. Yep. And they got like Kirker pipes on them. They got some aftermarket Fantastic. goodies. They're awesome. The hop grenade logos on them. You're going to be badass on the lake. Uh, so check it out. Brewingnetwork.com slash store. Uh, there's a limited number of these things. I think there's only a couple of hundred of them. So you got to jump on that right away. Yeah, you can, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, you know, buy one and just resell it for a thousand bucks to your next door neighbor. <laughs> you can flip it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Till then, everybody. Be strong. Brew strong, everyone.